<laughs> yeah, highlight. Don't forget the real though. Yeah, yeah. I bet you won't turn me up. What's that you bumping? It ain't vibing hard enough. No, hey, no. Check my playlist, guaranteed you ain't here talk. From the indies to the mainstream, bringing all the stuff. Music talks for the Wayne and Janine. Run it up. Run it, run it. Pass that ox. Pass that Up in the Ford, I feel like I'm Harrison Back on the fast track, mighty and morphing my name's Feel like a gentleman, top of my class A legend, I'm feeling like three stacks okay. hey, Word to Aaliyah, taking it back and forth I'm feeling so one in a million I'm like Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls What is going on? Welcome to yet another edition of Pass the Ox Boy, if you can't tell We in the vibes tonight, baby Oh yeah, Ooh. it's going down you know what I'm saying? I'm joined by the bevy of hosts, you know what I mean? You know, my panel, my co-hosts, my, my good crew, my crew, you know what I mean? We in the building, you know what I'm saying? We here, you know? What a sweet, sweet Sunday it is, indeed. But, allow me to go around the room and just introduce people. I mean, you know, we got to, you know what? We pass it on over to the ladies first, you know what I'm saying? Miss Janine, what's going on? You all right? Now it's the queen of classic in here vibing, bougie thugging, per usual. How's everybody doing this fine evening? <laughs> ah, phenomenal, sensational. Yeah, he, he's he's happy because it's sensational. <laughs> he, he's happy because his Titans are five and zero. So yeah, showing off a little bit. You know, <laughs> got, gotta 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 show that vibe. It's it's, hey, it's good. I hey look, I can't blame you, bro. I can't blame <laughs> you. A few years ago, I felt that same feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, bro. It's all good, man. But it ain't about sports today. It's all about music, nonetheless. <laughs> y'all know how we do. Shout out to the sideline guys. Y'all can hear more about that on Wednesday. But nonetheless, Mister. Derek, Maya's the hardest working man in show business. Clyde, baby, as we call him. <laughs> what's going what's, on? What's going on? What's going on, man? How you Clyde. feeling, brother? I'm good, man. Just, <laughs> just I'm a little hungry, but I'm good. So, <laughs> all understood. All understood. Well, y'all already know what it is. It's your favorite neighborhood mediator. Y'all already know your boy Dwayne in the building. And well, this is Pastor Ox. Like I said, man, today, well. Our main topic is to basically talk about is it is it is it time or when is it time? If it's not time, when is it time for some of your favorite artists, you know, vets in the game that have been doing it, you know, rapping, singing, all of that. When is it time to finally call it quits and call it a career? You know what I mean? I mean. What left do you have to prove when you done came out with a bevy, a bevy of catalog and projects? You done won all the Grammys in the world, all the MTV Music Video Awards and all that jazz. You know, <laughs> what, what, what's left to do? Why still make music? I know you love it, but you know, we gonna get into that, but y'all already know how we do it on Past the Ox. First things first, we like to stay with our, you know, nice little icebreaker and say, what's in your ears? So uh, let me alley-oop this over here to the, to the lady of the hour. You already know, 
Queen of Clatchy, Miss Janine. Talk to the people. What's been in your ears this week? Well, what's been in my ears? Um, I've been doing some R&B, and um, he's not a new artist per se, but he's been heavy in my playlist as of late, and that's Givian. Do y'all know who that is? Hmm. No. New to me. No, I've heard the name before, but I'm okay. not familiar with the music. Right. So his voice is amazing. Like, I don't know. He sounds like an extraterrestrial. I can't I can't compare his voice to anybody else's, but um he has an EP. I don't know the difference between an EP and an album. Y'all kind of explained it to me before, still went right over my head. But um take time. That's available on all music platforms. And um, the song that piqued my interest was Favorite Mistake. But the song that made me a fan is The Beach. Uh, so if you're looking for some R&B vibes and new artists to get into, definitely check out Gibian. Word. Yeah, I'm definitely right. going to be checking him out. Throwing, um, throwing the plug in there. Okay. All right. Yes, yeah, shameless plug. Definitely listen to him. Get those streams up. Get him up, baby. Get him up. Run it. Y'all already know. Okay. Mr. Myers. How about you, yeah. sir? What's so, been in your ear this week, man? I, um, Papoose came out with a new album this week, this past week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, what's the name of it? Uh, endangered species. I don't feel like Pat gets the credit that he deserves as a lyricist. I honestly don't think he gets all the credit that he deserves because I was listening to that and I made the mistake of listening to it for the first time while I was working out and almost hurt myself because <laughs> of the bars that were just coming out and it's only 35 minutes long, but that is a dude is a beast, man. Dude is a beast. And uh, lyrically, I, he's when, when you're talking about pure lyricists, I, I don't know how people can't put him up there with the greats. That dude is crazy. So that that's what's been that's what's been uh, playing the last couple of days. That is a good album. Really good album. We we kind of spoke about this. I think people definitely acknowledge the fact that Pap is like a beast of a lyricist. But what's weird is that we've gotten to a point in our music consumption where we would most we we would rather listen to a vibe and a whole bunch of like simple dumbed down lyrics versus somebody who's actually spitting. Right. So I think like he definitely gets his props as far as his skill and and his pen but people don't listen because out of for whatever reason we don't want to listen to a lyricist anymore yeah i mean like i don't know it, it, it feels like let me say it like this commercially i don't think he gets the recognition that he deserves i think a, amongst uh purists fans yeah. like yes those people would give him props but when you're talking about commercially, I don't think he gets that recognition. So, I don't know. I don't know. Dude is crazy. I, I mean, that is, yeah. you just have to listen to it. 
You just have to listen to it. I'm I'm I still need to work through his entire catalog because uh that's something I have not done before. But oh man, dude is dude is crazy. So yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to the homie Pat. You already know Endangered Species. Gotta check that out. Definitely on my radar for something to definitely listen to throughout the week. However, with yours truly, well, I told my fellow panel of co-hosts here, you know, that I uh, had never, ever, 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 ever listened to any of a certain artist's full-length albums, with the exception of one. And I actually had the time on my hands to actually check out the two arguably best albums of this person's catalog. Yes, I'm talking about Drake, people. To those who didn't know, I actually never checked out a Drake project for the longest. And I finally got around to listening to Take Care, and nothing was the same. What are your thoughts? <laughs> my thoughts. All right. Y'all really want, y'all Y'all ready for this? Well, I'm going to tell y'all my thoughts. My thoughts is, I've come to the conclusion, I don't like Drake's albums. I literally just like this man for his singles. Personally. However, <laughs> between the two, between the two, I'm sorry, man. It's the singing for me that kills it. But I, between the two, Nothing Was the Same was a lot more tolerable for me to listen to from start to finish. Because with Take Care, I skipped a couple. I did. I skipped a couple. Not not the whole album. There was a couple that was just like, eh, yeah, yeah, the singing's killing it for me right now. But when I got to Nothing Was the Same, it was vibes. Start to finish, I don't think there was a song I skipped once for the most part. However... He had more songs I was vibing to on that. But then I just realized, I really just like this man's singles more than anything. I'm not really an I'm going to listen to Drake's albums kind of person. I kind of came to that conclusion recently. Hey, lo and behold, man, there's just some people that's like that, you know? Makes great singles. I just don't know if I really care for his albums all that much. I don't know why. I don't know why, guys don't know why. I'm sorry. But nothing was the same. Definitely had it for me, though. Derek, you were definitely right about that one. I will say. I... Um, you know what? I'm going to say this. I would say the next album you should listen to. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say the, the next album you should listen to then should be Care Package because if you're like Drake singles, listen to Care Package. 4am and Calabasas might be you know what I'm saying? Listen to Care Package next. Care yeah. Package. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, it might... <laughs> <sighs> Not trying to be the bad guy, people. It's just an opinion. Maybe it's because you're just starting to listen to his music in totality as to why you're saying that. Because I know for myself, when I when Nothing Was the Same came out, I was in college. And I remember listening to that album 
going on my way to the campus, while I was walking around campus, and when I was heading back home. It was either Drake or J. Cole that I was listening to. And those that album just brings back so many memories for me in college. But not just that, it was just a great album. Nothing Was the Same is my favorite album from Drake. So I'm going to just chalk it up to you just listening to Drake for the first time <laughs> as a 30-year-old man. Because I, I can't, <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't, wow. figure out, I can't figure out anything else, bro. <laughs> hey, man. Horrible. Details are necessary. As <laughs> I was listening, I mean, I was literally listening and it was just kind of like, like I said, between Take Care and Nothing Was the Same, Nothing Was the Same had more of it for me. It was like, yeah. Oh, I man. was vibing a little more with it. It's just still. Yeah. The funny thing is, um, just the climate of what's happening in Dwayne's life right now. I would assume Take Care would have hit a little bit differently. Yes, but you know, hey, nothing was the same as more of a vibe for me. But if I'm like, feel, like if I'm in my feelings a little bit more, I would lean into Take Care. So and no, he, let's give another week and let's see how he feels about this. We need to listen to it a couple of times. Care. There were some yeah. songs from Take Care that I, I could see why Nene would say that. I could see it. <laughs> I heard I heard those songs. I did, and I thought about certain situations, and I said certain yeah. situations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's uh-huh. just again, man. I'm sorry. Listen, it's Drake singing that I can't stand. I like it in certain singles. You know what I mean? Like, legit. I I mean, look, I can't deal with Drake singing like that. I can't. I can deal with it on his singles, the ones that are single-worthy, you know? I can deal with those. I can deal with it on a hook like headlines. I can't. When you're talking about Drake and R&B versions just from start to finish, I gotta be in the mood for that. And maybe it was just, I don't know. I probably wasn't in the mood for his singing path. Maybe I just wanted to hear rapping. And even then, it was kind of like, okay. But did you find that nothing was the same was a perfect balance of rap and singing? Because that's how I saw it. It's It's a perfect balance of it. And it's not too much of one or the other. It's like, he he, he hit the, the median perfectly on that album. For the most part, yeah, I can agree with that because, again, I didn't find myself skipping. Actually, I found myself kind of replaying a couple of songs off of Nothing Was the Same. What were your favorite tracks? Uh, Come Through. Okay. Was definitely one. Um, outside of the obvious singles that started from the bottoms and things of that nature, uh, Come Through was one. Um, of course, Pound Cake, which I already knew about. That was one that I knew about. I don't know if that really officially was a single mm-hmm. per se, uh, but you know, I always vibe to that. That that beat alone did mm-hmm. one. His production seemed to be better on that one to me too, mm-hmm. uh, because that's always a big thing for me with albums. If the, I'm listening to production first, You're right, right, right. If 
before I'm listening to lyricism. I gotta hear if I'm not vibing to the beats right away, it's a hit or miss for me. You know what I mean? And and take care didn't seem to have the type of production that nothing was the same did for me in terms of like what was his early work too? It was. Now yeah. that is true. It was his earlier work. Drake was on his come up at that time. I get it. I get it. Right. I just, I don't know. Nothing was the same. It seemed to hit more for me. It did. It did. It did move more for me, guys. But you know, hey. Let me ask you this. Um, Tuscan Leather, the intro to that album, is that, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that in terms of being one of the, one of the top, intro tracks to an album it was uh it was pretty cool it was pretty cool um didn't stand out to me a whole whole lot but it was pretty cool you know the I mean? way the hater y'all oh my god man i'm not a hater y'all promise i'm not a hater y'all know you got me, such man. a little double, double cup over there got your shades on, on, on I'm giving the man props. I promise. Oh, I mean, it's okay. It's not one of the that like. Tuscan I mean, come on, man. Y'all don't understand. Y'all that was man. I, I don't. About, you, you talking about when you talking about intros? Come on now, now y'all know I know some some artists with intros. For sure. No, I, I'm not saying it's and, and, top five all time, but like in terms of consideration of like maybe top. 50 let's say top 50 i can give it that somewhere in there top 50 at the 50 mark at the best you know 48 to 50 mark but <laughs> yeah i can give it i'm doing this with you. i'm not yeah we, need, we probably not, need to move on <laughs> any other night but not tonight i'm not doing this with you. She said not tonight. <laughs> oh my god look this we is hilarious. Off, we starting off hilarious already, y'all. Oh it is God. what it is. Listen, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I like Drake in his single format. I can't get with the albums too much so far. But like I said, nothing was the same. I could see the hype behind that one. I get it. I can see why everybody's hyping it up as his best album. I get it. It showed. I can see it. And and see, but that maybe you can see now because you've listened to Views and Scorpion, right? I've listened to Views. I still personally like Views, but I'm used to. Views. I like Views too. I'm used to Views, but I personally still like. To me, it's my personal favorite. But nothing was the same. Is definitely I can see why people like it. I I can't. Yeah. I can't. Never mind. That just negates my whole point. Out of that. I, that you're entitled to your opinion, sir. Hey, yeah, let's just leave it at that. Because I, because, because I was gonna ask, like, do you see why I say that nothing was the same was his best album, and why since then, like, he's he hasn't met nothing was the same standard mm. to me for you. For me, I can see why you say that for you. Yes. For okay. me, on the other hand, I'm definitely putting views over nothing was the same, but nothing wow. was the same is definitely nice. 
Wow. It's still nice, though. It's wow. a close second for me. It is a close second for me. Wow. I, wow. I give it that. <laughs> it wow. I'm speechless, man. I, we might have to move on because that's what <laughs> I can say to that one. That, that's Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I think Dwayne is just trying to create content for the show, so he's going to do possibly He knows good and well that no. requires her. If I wanted, and that if I wanted to create a ass album. Wait, if I wanted to create content for this show, trust me, I would <laughs> tell y'all that Beyonce is not the GOAT, okay? That is by sure creating content. We got to edit this out because I will not have the beehive come in too if, here. If, 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 oh, 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 wait, 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 we're just wait, getting wait, started. Wait. Hold on, wait, hold on. You think that's something? <laughs> now when we're saying take. goat, what are we talking about? Goat of what? Oh, uh, music. Performances? Sure. I'll get, well, no. Nah, can't even give her that. Sorry. Not, not with Michael Jackson and Prince still, you know. I'm, I'm okay, sorry. so Sorry. Would you put her in top, top five of performances? Performers? Yeah, I can put her in top five performances. I'm not mad at that because she is killing top five. To me, <clears throat> no particular order, but Michael Jackson, Prince, Chris Brown, Beyonce. Performances? I don't and think. Any. Bruno. Bruno, yes, yes, yeah. that would round up my top five. That I, mean, I don't, I don't have a particular order, but that those would be my five that I would put in as top performances, uh, perform uh, performances. I'm sorry, performers. But, but when you say goat, what what are we discussing? Like of like R and B music or like singers or what do you? It could be. The Never mind. Let's get it. Let's it can be a mixture of both. It can be I'm not trying. I'm not trying to mess up that yeah. beehive either, man. I'm. Hey, I'm man. not trying to get stung. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, I have no fear whatsoever. Yeah, I understand. But I'm just saying, it was just an example, people. It was just an example. That's all. It was just an example. However, that is very interesting. It is very interesting. That's that's exactly what we were going for right here on Past the House. You never know. Things change. Things get exciting. Things get wild. It's crazy. But anyways, real quick, guys. We got a nice little moment in history. Nice little moment in history. Now, now, I can't say, well, half of my co-hosts might know about this. The other half might not so much. But this was one of my personal favorite groups in that time frame, for sure. Takes me back in my childhood days. So, 20 years ago, on this very day, Limp Biscuit released their album. <laughs> you already know Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water, which featured the also infamous song that people were doing back in the early 2000s. Hey, to my wrestling fans, maybe you knew it as the Undertaker's wrestling theme. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. And you know, of course, songs like My Way or The Highway and so many, many other classics. And Limp Bizkit as a whole, you know, at that time frame, one of my personal favorite rock groups back then in that time, you know, rock hip hop-ish. 
you know, some people kind of yeah. put them in that hip hopish category a little bit, but you know, they were more to Limp Biscuit. You see, that's why I did say half of my co-hosts, but I get it. I, I, yeah, I never got into them. I mean, Undertaker's theme song for sure was like I, that was one of my favorites, but yeah, I never really got into them. To the hype level, I understand. Yeah, for 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 the time frame, that album of of their catalog for sure is arguably their best selling. That is definitely their classic album uh, amongst alternative rock so that is an, a very important moment in history and especially because it's 20 years old which just goes to show time flies it <laughs> really does 2000 ladies and gentlemen that's the new millennium crazy isn't it i know god isn't it man. funny we thought the world was ending 20 years ago and then again you know 20 it years is later. now it the mayans had it wrong <laughs> The Mayans had the math all fucked up. All the way. Yeah, it went from New Millennium 2K to 2012 is supposed to be the end all be all. So yeah. now look, yeah. it's 2020, people. Ah, ha, ha. Murder Hornets and everything. Ah, yes. Good old Murder Hornets. Yep. Corona like diseases. Yep. Presidential elections. It's all there, people. The freaking campaign ads on your YouTube page. Don't you just love it? None These text messages that don't stop coming. Where did y'all get my phone number from? <laughs> hey, all text messages How do y'all know my name? Real talk. While I was in line to vote the other day, I got a text message addressed to my mom. Come to my phone about voting. Very weird. I don't. I don't know. They. There's. They're mixing things up too. So I don't. I don't know. Crazy what happens. What a weird world we are in. In times for sure. Yeah. But Limp Biscuit. That's very. Um. I haven't heard anything about them in a long time so yeah they've kind of quietly faded into the wind you know they're older uh of of, of of sorts you know i mean their their time frame much like most of the alternative rock phases my co-host gene can gladly you know enlighten us on the early to mid 2000s if not late 2000s was kind of the age where rock was at its peak alternative rock anyway it kind of had a nice little mix of hip-hop rock yeah. feels crossovers and a feel to it you know your fallout boys your good charlotte's your paramours you know you name it it was just it was a nice little era in time saliva you name it all of these guys that were just out at that time it was cool to be a rock star you know all that good stuff but nonetheless salute to limp biscuit and Oh, Fred Durst, you know, the lead singer of that very group and all of that good stuff. Hey, music is history, baby. And that was a historic moment in music history. Now, I'm going to pass it over to, well, you know, the co-host here and see if she knows, has any entertainment news for us. Anything uh, interesting happened this week or been in headlines dominating in the music world lately? 
Um, not sure, but um, our topic today was we were talking about, you know, when is it time for these legacy acts to kind of hang it up and focus on other things. I think we need to also ask that question of newer artists that may have gotten a hype off of social media when like Instagram took off, like Twitter took off to where you can really build a following off of people just retweeting or reposting your thing such as like a Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean got hot because like we had, cause he had a big social media um, following and support. And somebody that recently dropped the album was Bryson Tiller. And I'm asking myself, why did we hype this man up so much? I, I, I personally, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm not in the right mood the way Dwayne wasn't in the right mood to, to consume Drake. I don't know. But the album was just kind of like, we waited for him to come out with the sophomore album for a while. And it yeah. was kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, I don't know. I think I kind of um, I still haven't listened to the album to be completely honest. I, I I think it's it's been so long. It's weird. So, okay, so it's, to me, it's kind of weird when someone waits so long to put out another album. But I think like people like that um, are people that have actually like put in time and have actually built a, a real following and like. Justin Timberlake, for example, he will wait like seven years between albums, right? Mm -hmm. But I think at this stage, it's it, like it's it's acceptable for us to wait that long for music from him. Like J Cole was doing the same thing where he was it was like you know maybe like two or three years or something like that, and then he'll drop something. Um, except for the last couple of years, he's been on like tear last couple of years, but. Kendrick Lamar, same thing. It's 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 it, between Good Cat, Good Kid, Mad City, and Damn was what like three years, if I'm not mistaken. And I think mm. we're kind of like at that three year mark for after Damn right now. Don't forget to Pimper Butterfly. To Pimper, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, my bad, I misspoke. So between to pimp to pimp a butterfly and Damn was about two or three years. Um, and I think we're like that mark right now. So he should be dropping something pretty soon. But there are artists that have built that, that that have that uh, uh, cachet to do that with their albums. For Bryson to only, to only have dropped one album and then wait, how long was that? Like, that was a few years. Five years? Yeah, like five, five years. years maybe. Let me, let, let me do the max. And and I'm okay with waiting, but make it worth the wait. You know, worth what I mean? the wait. Yeah. Excuse me. I think for me, I kind of like <laughs> lost interest after a while. I wasn't. I wasn't even expecting anything else from him. To be completely honest. So when he did come out with something, it just it was like, eh, all right, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'm I'm really not that. I I, I actually um. I actually enjoyed Jeremiah more than I enjoyed Bryson Tiller, to be completely honest. Yes. Totally. Jeremiah featured 
feature game is ridiculous. It's crazy. You put him on a feature. He's he's an R&B artist that can hop on a hood track and make it amazing. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like Funny. him and Rick Ross getting together is. It's it doesn't a sound outrageous at all. It's so funny you would say that because believe it or not, which we'll get into in our meat conversation, that very artist y'all just named is actually featured on one of T.I.'s songs from the new album. And it is actually very dope. And I believe Snoop Dogg is also on that same song. So yeah. Nice. Jeremiah is really killing the game in a feature standpoint right now. So yeah, he's fire. I don't want to sound like that guy, guys, but I've never really been into Bryson Tiller. Kind of wasn't. So I don't even blame you. Never right. got into him. We're not going to argue with you on this one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even did. blame you on that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if you're a Bryson Tiller fan out there. I just never got into the guy. I'm sorry. My bad. And then when Tori, who he shall not be named Lanes, uh, you know, well, when he was out doing his thing as well, I mean, shoot, I couldn't tell the difference. I thought they were the same artists for crying out loud. I had no clue that they were two totally different artists, but you know, hey, it's funny thing about artists and sounds, man, gotta stand out. Yeah, I, I didn't. To be completely honest, I still haven't listened to any of Tori's uh, music, so I don't. I'm not familiar with his sound at all. Like, super talented guy. It's so unfortunate what he's going through right now. But that's another. That's what happened. News. This year. He, he was actually charged. Yeah. Yeah. He he was actually charged. He has not been convicted, but he has been charged with the Megan situation. Um. I don't know what the legal terms are, but they postponed the hearing. So they're going to actually start it in November. So we'll, we shall see what happens with that. Hmm. You guys think he should be convicted? I mean, if he shot her, then yes. I mean, yes, if he shot her, convict that man. For sure. And like, I'm still, I'm still confused as to how people even equate. Meg to Takashi. Yeah, the, at the same. I don't think people truly see. Here's the thing: <clears throat> people that that say that aren't even from the street environment. It's literally just which is why they're making the the um, comparison. It's not the same. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm from the streets. I'm I've, I'm I'm furthest from that. <laughs> <laughs> But I've been around, <laughs> I've been around street, you know, street guys, and 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 like, it's not hard to understand what a snitch actually is. So, right, like full disclosure, if anyone shoots me, I'm I'm telling, I don't care who you are, someone's getting alerted. <laughs> so don't shoot me, because I you were on notice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you are served. But yeah, um, yeah, he he should he most definitely should be convicted if that happens, and then he should if he gets deported, he should leave the hair plugs here. <laughs> oh boy, here we go with that conversation. 
Getting high, people. Oh, boy. Well, nonetheless, I guess that pretty much does it in our world of entertaining news. So, I mean. No, no. I have I have one more thing. I have one more you thing. Do? Okay. Okay. So, um, speaking, speaking of legacy acts, I think it's super dope to see what our OG triple OGs do after after music and my OG triple OG is Ice Cube and it's been really dope to see what he's doing with movies and now I guess in the political realm so um, I, I talked a little bit more in depth of his contract with Black America on my other podcast what did I think about this week's shameless plug but basically it's like a list of demands or things that we would like to see done by you know politicians that that we start to support or back or that we give our vote and so he's been under fire this week because he met with trump's people mm-hmm. and um you know he's being called an uncle tom he's being called a sellout and all these other things that he tweeted one moment um he said okay i put out the contract with black america both parties contacted me dem said we'll address the contract with black america after the election trump campaign made some adjustments to their plan after talking to us uh, talking to us about it so it's like this isn't a political podcast we don't have to get too deep into it but it's just really interesting at how you're calling this man a sellout when he's trying to put in the work and do the work so that when we give somebody our vote, it's for a reason. And when it comes to our community, whether it be religious beliefs, political um, stances, just things that we think are cultural norms, we just go, we kind of had this blind allegiance for no damn reason. Mm-hmm. But now that we're starting to wake up and be like, okay, I'm not just going to give you my vote because you belong to this political party. What have you done for me lately? And shit, if you haven't done anything yet, what do you plan to do and what can I hold you accountable to do? And if the right. Democrats aren't trying to push forward our agenda, then why are you voting for them? Not saying that I'm a Republican, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I I actually don't have a problem. Cause I know when when this whole thing came out, Ice Cube got under fire real quick. Yeah. I wanted to wait to see what was going on before I said anything about it. Um, I don't have a problem with him wanting to sit down and and talk to the powers that be, or the powers that that most likely will be like to be that want to be yeah i don't have a problem with those conversations my only issue with ice cube my only issue with him is that he just decided to start talking about this within the last couple of months in terms of 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 the black contract and then really saying that we need to kind of like hold our vote and stuff like that he just started saying that within the last few months like my whole thing is, why didn't you start talking about this when Hillary was running or even when Obama was running? Like, it, it, it th- this idea of having this, these type of conversations where we're, we're asking for politicians to, to uh, carry out the Black agenda. And if you don't, we're going to hold our vote hostage. 
that whole conversation, that whole thing, having that type of conversation like weeks away from the actual election day is irresponsible. That makes no sense. And I, I don't care what side of the aisle you're talking about. Just having that kind of conversation that late in the, in the in the um, election cycle makes no sense to me. So that's my only issue with Ice Cube. I don't have a problem with sitting down and talking to who's going to listen. I, yeah. now, I, now you can ask whether that side will, you know, actually listen to what you have to say like they're truly uh, intrigued and 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 uh want to understand what it is you can question those things but my whole thing is i i don't have a problem with him actually having the conversation because it's the same thing like if you check his his track record like i don't think he's ever been someone that's been like stupid so I wouldn't assume that he right. he is an irresponsible person. Um, my only issue is his timing. That's that's my only issue is his timing because now you're gonna make people if you if you don't really get your message across the right way and the right message across, I should say, it's gonna end up having people sit this election out, and that's that's the part that's mm -hmm. irresponsible to me. Because Diddy was doing the same thing a couple of months ago, and now he's kind of like gotten, you know, away from the don't vote for whoever is. Let's get let's get the current administration out and get the next one in and work with them. So you know that one's a little more responsible than me. It's just I don't understand the the late in the twelfth hour type of conversation that Ice Cube is trying to invoke. Not that I disagree with him. Because I, I believe that we should have these we should have these things. Later. I don't I don't know. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. Right. No, no, I'm sorry. I I don't know. Like, is it more irresponsible to just not bring it up at all and then like just be like, we just gotta vote for whoever? Or is it more responsible to be like, this is what we want collectively? One of y'all needs to figure it out. I think it's responsible you know, to, and I don't, to, and I don't to say know. that. Yeah. No, I think it's responsible to say that. I just don't think it's responsible to have the hold your your vote hostage uh, type of um, uh, rhetoric attached to that conversation. Mm -hmm. That's and Ice Cube is saying to hold the vote. The only person I said to hold the vote explicitly was Diddy. Diddy did Diddy say that to hold your vote. Yeah, Diddy did say that. But I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Ice Cube said that early on. Mm, I haven't heard okay. him say that, you know, during this uh, uh, reign under fire uh, that that he's uh, experiencing. But it, it is what it Same is. Man with the campaign of voter die. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just. I had a voter die T-shirt. I got it from City Trends. Oh, you city Trends, man. Yeah. What old City Trends? <laughs> Always coming out with some of the 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 oldest threads, but nonetheless, they make it work. Go figure. <laughs> Shout out to City Trends, sponsor us sometimes. Nonetheless, 
Actually, before we get into our main squeeze, I actually came across a nice little intriguing uh, article. You know, and uh, shout out to Double XL Magazine for this. Uh, they actually posted a nice little headline about a uh, intricate, some of our favorite, uh, they call her a WAP rapper now, apparently. Apparently, that's a category now. WAP is a category in rap. Who knew? I can see that. Yeah, apparently it's a category, a WAP rapper. So Cardi B. Oh, my oh God. Cardi B. Yes, oh, my God, indeed. Oh, no, Cardi not even the Cardi B, but the idea of a WAP category doesn't even category. Like, it doesn't make yeah i know it does make sense because there because the there's there's a category of women who's like i am rapping about my walk i'm rapping about how i lay it on these niggas i'm rapping about how i'm getting money from these niggas so i definitely see a trend and i see how there is a walk category i think mulatto cardi megan you know what I'm saying? Like those would pass under the WAP category. Tokyo Jets. Tokyo Jets. But would you think, would you consider them like their catalog to be mainly that? Salt, sweetie, salty, however you say it. But yeah. Mostly, yeah. Mostly. Cause I, I think like I mean, they may have a couple though. of tracks where like, oh, this is my story. But for the most part, yeah. This is true because I did listen to uh, Mulatto's album back when it dropped. Love her album, by by and the way. Mulatto's album is great. It was cool for the most part. It was. I'm not gonna lie. It was cool. It's just for the most part, it was repetitive in terms of what she was mostly rapping about. Uh, there was a few tracks that was different from that, which I respected. She talked about her background and things of that nature. But for the most mm -hmm. part, it was. It's this nigga get this, my taste like this, my you know, this and that. And it was just like, all right, next track. Same thing. Next track, same mm -hmm. thing. It's yeah, repetitive. Uh to where you're like, it's almost like the baby and how some people try to say, you know, he's one dimensional in terms of style, you know. It was kind of like yeah, wop wop rappers, if that's the category for the those women now. I guess that's their dimension. That's interesting. I didn't even know that was a real thing. Genre-wise, like I knew genre -wise, that. Genre-wise, it seems yeah. to be. I'm, I'm with, I'm with Neen here. I think this is definitely something that's gonna catch on, and it's literally just a thing now. Wop rappers. In the terms of women, though, you know, it has to be a woman. It can't be a man and be a wop rapper. That wouldn't make sense. I don't know, cause Bobby lights could probably drop a WAP album. <laughs> hey, Maybe. Maybe. Uh, well, hold up. It does depend on the perspective you're talking about, though, Dwayne. I guess. True, it does. So technically, a, a guy could be a WAP rapper. Eh, it's up for discussion. It, depending on the perspective you're talking about. Depending on the... Okay, fair enough. So, listeners, you guys determine that one for us. Is it possible for a male to be a WAP rapper? Or is they a category of their own? I don't know. You guys decide. You let us know. Put that in the comments. Put that in the reviews. Let us know. We would love to know y'all opinions on that one. But, going back to Miss uh, <coughs> I was going to ask, y'all think... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead. Ask that question. 
I was going to say, do y'all feel or think that Nicki Minaj could have been the original WAP rapper? That's why I was kind of confused because she 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 talks can, about everything. I can go a little further than Nicki and say the original is probably Lil Kim. Lil Kim, yeah. I would say this is where Nikki stands out because as much as she was doing her slumber parties and and um, girls kissing girls and you know I got a fat ass, you can listen to Roman's Revenge mm-hmm. as a guy and still bump to it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it, her music wasn't exclusively for women to have a hot girl summer to or whatever. Like not comparing her and Megan, but I'm just saying. Okay, let me ask. She's a little this. more diverse than what she was talking about. Yeah, let me let me specifically ask you this, Janine, because to me, I would think this would be, I guess, a little touchy. But is it? Would women not find that disrespectful to be classified a a WAP rapper? Like, I would think if you're just a rapper, you're just a rapper. Like, why would it have to be, like, categorized like that? Because I know I women, know. I know women are, 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 some women have come out and said that they're, they're pissed about being labeled, you know, like, the best female rapper. Why can't I just be the best rapper? You know what I'm saying? Like, so would it not be, would it not feel disrespectful for a woman to be labeled a, a WAP rapper, because what? Who cares what you're what you're what you're rapping about? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I think maybe like I don't. Know, I think like the same way that there's subcategories of rap, like there's mumble rap, and there's mm-hmm. you know I think maybe WAP is a subcategory. We're not saying you're the best female WAP artist, but in the WAP category, y'all fall under that style of rapping. <laughs> as far as your sub, as as okay. as far as your subject matter, like there's mumble rap and there's conscious rap. You know what I'm saying? This is WAP rap, <laughs> and that's what y'all fall under. I was actually just about to agree with that because I mean that's interesting. For the most part, it, it, if you think about it, yeah, because. Like she said, conscious rap, WAP rap, trap rap, you know, for mm-hmm. the trap rappers out there, literally just talking about the dope they move and sell and blah, 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 you know, and your street raps, your hood rap, you know, just being life in the streets, you know what I mean, just out here, tra- you know, all that good stuff. So, eh, all these subcategories. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Cause I would, I would, I know it's like to me with trap, trap. Of course, trap does talk about the lifestyle and stuff like that. But it also, uh, it's also the style, right? Yeah. So like mumble, mumble. I don't even call it mumble rap. I call it mumble music because it's not like rap to me has to be something that's like there's a real rhythm to it. There's poetry to it. It's it's, it's something that I can like flow to. And I don't know nope. because mumble rap. I feel like if you really listen to Migos or really listen to Young Thug, even they're considered to be mumble rappers. But Young Thug 
he's able to create like a melody and he does have a rhythm and a flow to it. So like, no, and that's, I don't that's, know. Don't get me wrong. I know there are some that, that, that can. So like, yeah, Thug, Migos, I've even heard Kendrick do that, that style on a couple of tracks. So it like the style can be done very well. But I'm saying like the 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 majority of those people, uh, those artists are not, they're not there. So like they're they're, from what I've heard, the majority aren't in that space. It's literally just mumbling, or you know, it's just a nice beat and it's just mumbling. And I more so just consider that mumble music more so than mumble rap. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's, maybe I'm being a a, a stickler, but that's just, that's how I've always looked at it because it's kind of hard. There are artists that can do it very well, but Mm -hmm. the majority really can't do it like that. So it's, 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 to me, it's more like, I know there are subcategories to, to uh, rap, but it's like a lot of it is more so to me is it does have to do with subject subject matter, but it's also a specific style with the music. And I mean, I guess why well, I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying, like it, it just kind of like I don't know. I would think that that being labeled a WAP rapper would end up kind of like crippling their career because Meg the Stallion can actually like she she can spit. Oh no, yeah, she can like. For sure. It's it's not like that's not the only thing she she can discuss. I mean, it's what's gotten her to where she is. But as a rapper, she can go hard, and so it's kind of like, do you want to be labeled that and then be typecast almost, right? So that that's that's why I'm asking that. What you're saying, you 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 feel like as an artist especially women rappers who don't want to be the best female rapper. I just want to be acknowledged as a lyricist or a good artist. You don't want to put them into a, into another box. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it feels I like that's it. just, that's like another thing they have to break through just to like, quote unquote, make it right. So if there's someone so when they start making songs other than what songs, then we can get them out of that box. <laughs> but at this moment, I would that's, hope so. That's the vibe and that's the style and that's the content matter that's getting them their check. So right now the WAP genre is popping off. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very interesting. Very interesting. I mean, to be continued on that, folks. Uh, but uh, before we get into this meat, allow me to kind of explain a little headline I came across. Regarding Cardi B, to, to those who knew, you know, she was supposedly splitting and divorcing Mr. Offset. And it appears that her and Mr. Offset have gotten back together yet again, it seems. Well, Cardi B it. responds to rumors that she's in an abusive relationship, as Derek would say when it comes to certain people in uh, bad sports teams. Cardi B responds. <laughs> Cardi B, and it says again, this is compliments of Double XL magazine and their article. But Cardi B is not here for fans weighing in on her relationship, especially when it comes to claims of abuse. 
Early Friday morning, October 16th, Cardi B responded to the fans' claims that she's in a mentally abusive relationship with Offset in a video that she shared on Twitter. And she explains why her relationship with the Migos rapper is going to continue, cigarette smoking included. <clears throat> Twitter users be like, I wonder if I should. Twitter users be like, Cardi, you're in a mentally abusive relationship. Oh my gosh. We got to save you. Cardi starts in the clip, which includes the words literally in the tweet. And I'd be like, all right, but I can Kim today because I have sex with niggas in my DMs talking about what up, big head. And I don't like that. I'm 28 years old and my head's not big. Well, actually it is, but not lace front. What the, you know? Cardi B and Cardi as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Just before Cardi B posted the clip addressing the public's opinions about her relationship, the WAP rhymer fired off more shots on social media users in her private life. The time around Cardi, this time around, Cardi sarcastically apologized to the fans for not living her life to their expectations. And she quotes, <clears throat> I want to do this video because I just wanted to apologize to you guys. Cardi begins in a minute long clip. I want to apologize because I married you guys too. I had a kid with y'all. I own about 10 properties with y'all already. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you guys all date doctors and pastors and y'all husbands and y'all boyfriends are good guys that buy y'all flowers every two weeks. I don't do nothing bad. Y'all don't get into arguments. You know, the Bronx rhymer continues by adding that she's going to continue to unapologetically live her life. I'm sorry, she says. I'm not that type of bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm craziest. One day, I want to be with my nigga the next day. I'm fucking don't. Sorry. I'm sorry y'all never smacked the nigga. I'm sorry that none of y'all, I guess, that <laughs> y'all want from me. Y'all want an apology from me for living my life? Well, nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, I could go on and read the rest of this article, but doing a Cardi impression gets tiring. Nonetheless, I want to just pass this to the floor <laughs> of my co-host to really say, guys, what are y'all thoughts on just this entire subject matter right now? What What are y'all feeling? Should she break this off? Should she keep this going? Is this what is this? We talked about this about something else. It's like. Being famous now really is you are engaging heavily with your with your fans on on social media. So it gives them this false impression that like they really know you or they think that they really care about your well-being, et cetera, et cetera. But at the same time, people need to mind their business, like what she does in her personal life and who she decides to marry and whether or not her and Offset stay together. That that has nothing to do with anybody else other than her and Offset. And that's not going to affect anybody else's marriage relationship other than her and Offset. And I love it. I love their ghetto fabulous ass union. It's wonderful. I, I, I love to see that they were partying together for her birthday, regardless of y'all thinking that they got a divorce. Maybe they did, I don't know. But if she wants to stay with him, then so be it. And like she said, it's not like we can just break up. We have properties to 
together. We're business associates. We have a child together. I'm also attracted to him. Like you add all these things in and there's women who go through the same thing with niggas that's not bringing half of what Offset brings to the, the table, but got the most to say. It's annoying. Yeah. I, I'm going to piggyback a little bit off what you just said. Which is exactly why when when people are thinking about getting married, they should really think about it before they actually do it. It's not about love. It's not, like you know, that whole fairy tale thing that that we were sold as kids. It, I'm pissed off that that was even a thing. Marriage is is also a business uh, 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 a contract. A literal. So when you have a business interest in something, if she gets divorced from Offset, that's going to, that's going to be, that could technically be bad for business down the line. So I completely, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. But at the same time, personally, I'm not interested in in the personal lives of entertainers i could care less as to who's getting married who's who's getting divorced who's sleeping with who who punched who i don't care to be completely honest if it's not anything to do with your music if it's not something you've put in your music it's not my business you know what i'm saying so like Unless you've done something horrible, like R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's if it's that level, okay, that's that's really bad. But we're talking about someone that cheated on his wife. That's their business. That's their business. I don't lose any sleep on that. You see what I'm saying? Like the the I understand we're in this this day and age where where it's social media driven and and even as entertainers you have to you have to be more open as an entertainer i get that but man this is exactly why i couldn't care less about being famous i don't want i don't care what people think about me personally i don't care like who wants to see this that and the other if i'm going to have ever have kids they're most likely never be posted on social media. I like I I personally don't care about that. So I know I'm not built for fame. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But but like I just I wish that fans of these entertainers in general, I wish fans would be more understanding of what their role is. And be more aware of how to stay in their lane. Because if this woman is in a relationship with Offset, that's her business. We can't speak to what that relationship is because we only can talk about what we see. What we see is them at a Hawks game. What we see is them partying and and laughing and, and, and all this other stuff. That's what we see. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Does it matter to us? Should it matter to us? No. 
It's not our business. I'm going to tell you right now, if anybody tries to get in my personal business, you're not going to like what I say. If I don't bring you into my personal business, it's not your business. So I like I I just want people to keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. You would not want your divorce played out in the public in the public eye. You would not want uh, being cheated on by someone being played out in the public eye, right? So let's let's like people need just need to calm that down. In general, just calm yeah, down. Agreed. Enough said. Stay out of relationships that aren't your own. It is what it is, man. Yeah, our, your personal relationship with someone is more is is drama enough. I like, <laughs> like I don't need I don't need the weight of someone else's relationship. <laughs> Real talk, don't need it. And what be messed up is like even like I'll like I'll watch a love movie. And I started getting mad at Jude over stuff that has nothing to do with him. So like literally just stay, <laughs> know, like know where the wall is. Like Why this is entertainment. This is your real life. Do not bring it over here. I am guilty of it. So I have to like tell myself, Janine, that's a movie. <laughs> Janine, that's a television oh, show. Janine, it's a song. Do not have Jude paying for the sins of these characters. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> like, like everything was, oh, you know, was was rainbow and sunshine before we started the movie, and then all of a sudden we we played. It's funny how I mean, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, man, ladies. My God, <laughs> I, know. I know. It's all right. It's okay. Uh, moving on to our main meat of the show. I, I have to, we, it's just like we said in the intro here, we, we, we've come to conclusion and we have thoughts. Uh, a certain artist by the name of T.I. has dropped a new album entitled Believer. And yet, I had the opportunity to check it out earlier today. However, my fellow co-hosts here did not get around to listening to it just yet. I listened to one However, track. One track. One track. So you've got a little sample size of what you can judge in the one track that you listen to. But nonetheless, it's not necessarily completely about whether they listened to the album. I'm sure when they get a chance to check it out some more, they can if they choose. But this is more so a subject matter of just artists, some of your favorite artists that you have listened to for years that are still putting out music to this day. And yet you can tell that they're just evolving from the sound that made them who they were to adapting to what a relevant sound of today is. Amigos flow, a mumble rap flow, a repetitive flow, all of these things. Guys, when is it time for an artist to hang it up when they've accomplished so much already in their career. Do you want to go this first? This is a heavy topic, right? Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to say because on one end, you know, we know where artists have reached their peak and they've 
given us these amazing bodies of work and you're like, okay, stop here because what you've done since then is kind of ruining or staining your legacy versus you just stopping and, and, and your whole catalog be nothing but greatness, right? But I also feel like, I don't know, I feel like maybe it's not a bad idea to still put out music, like inside of like TI's situation. I haven't listened to the album now because I don't want to, had time like genuinely I haven't had time right and I feel like T.I. and we all know that he's proven that he's a lyricist he made South Rap hot or whatever and I think he's just putting out music because he enjoys it I don't know if he's doing it because he's trying to prove anything or because he needs the record sales I think that's when you should stop like if if your legacy act, you're not as hot as you were, and you're doing it because you're genuinely looking for record sales. But if you're an OG and you're just putting out music off of the strength of, I like to get in the studio, I like to put out music just to put out music, then I'll accept it. I'll take it. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Like, no. I, <laughs> so I... I <laughs> I somewhat agree with that, but I think I think when you're an artist, I think when you're an artist, it has to come down to whether you still have the love for the for the process of music making or whatever your medium is. Like, do you still love that process? Because if you if you don't, it's going to show in your work, right? In T.I.'s case, and I've only heard one track on the hood. Based off what I heard, I am, I, I like, I love T.I.'s work. I, I love his music. But the older he gets, if you're still rapping about the hood, it's like, what the hell are you doing? This man is not living in the hood. <laughs> he doesn't live in the hood. So, like, if you're still trying to give me trap music, yeah. you're, trying, you're still trying to give me that, that style of music, it doesn't work. So, like, for example, Jay-Z, he evolved. Like, every, the older you get, the, the more you should evolve anyway, right? So Jay-Z stopped like rapping about the Marcy, about Marcy project and, and uh, in, like in terms of his whole album or like drug, whatever. He stopped rapping about that and started rapping about where he is in his life right now and, and started educating on, on financial literacy and, and, and art and all this other stuff and makes, it made it sound good. Like it's not, it's not, it doesn't sound lame. It sounds really good. And and he still kept that edge. Like, so my thing is TI needs to get to that point. Like it's it's cool to to rap about something else outside of the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's got like how many kids? Six kids, right? Like six or seven kids. You 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 you've been to jail, like you've you've experienced so much success with 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 music and outside of music, like 
television and 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 movies and all the other stuff like there's other aspects to your life that you can rap about it doesn't have to just be about the hood like so he's like what 40 bordering 40 that's his way of like trying to stay grounded like he's like like because i feel like dime trap he was able to do it's it's lame it sounds lame i'm (laughs) sorry like because i don't want to hear an old guy still rapping about his youth i don't want to hear that Mm. i'm not saying he's old but i mean he's an og what's the purpose of still sitting and he's still wearing his hat like he was wearing it when he first came out like stop stop let's let's evolve i i I, he calls himself you know the the leader of the of of this community let's let's see something you you know what i'm saying like and i'm i'm not not downing ti but i mean jesus christ grow up like it's time to like evolve show your evolution i don't want to still hear about the same old thing it was good it's good it was great music back then you see what i'm saying it was great but when like the older you get i'm gonna tell you right now if i'm if i'm in my 40s and 50s still talking about you know like my teenage years in terms of like that's what i'm putting on the forefront for you to see in everything Y'all not gonna want to participate in, talking in that. about the glory day. Yeah, you're not gonna want to participate in in. Mm-hmm. in you're not gonna want to watch what I do or, or like that's not. I wouldn't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to hear an artist evolve because as artists we don't we're not like, and I'm saying artists as in general whether you're a painter whether you're an art a musician whatever your medium is. As an artist, you're supposed to be able to uh, uh, produce something that is a reflection of you, right? Not always you in one stage of your life. The older you get, the the like your art should be different. It like it should it should speak on different levels, and, and I don't care what it is. You like if you're if you're a photographer, you should be able to see the 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 evolution in the photographer's work. You see what I'm saying? I shouldn't mm-hmm. still be thinking about Rubber Band Man. Mm. So, like, the intrigue for his music is not there for me right now because he's you're still talking about the same old stuff. I don't mind. Let's also take into account you only listen to one track, though. Right, right. And I'm willing to bet that the entire (laughs) album, (laughs) I am willing to bet the entire album has the same theme to it. I'm willing to bet because I see, I still see him on IG Live with his hat barely on his on on his head, and 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 still carrying himself out like like he's on the streets like in just just in a suit you know what i'm saying like I, that that's what that's what annoys me i'm not even talking about just your your art in general i should be able to see that evolution in your life 
overall. It, sh- it should not look like you should not look like you were you were in your late teens, early twenties, in your forties. That that's 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 dumb. I'm sorry, and I love Ti. I got respect for him. I, you know, he's starting to rub me the wrong way with a lot of the stuff he's saying on you know his podcast and stuff like that. But like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like I just want to see the evolution. I want to see the, I, like still keep the same sound. That's fine. I, I'm still I, I I I love the beats and stuff like that. But let's talk about something else. Evolve. That's crazy. Uh, I would say definitely for when it's time for an artist to hang it up. Well, let's see. It's kind of ties into what a little bit of both of you said. I was going to say for one, if the hunger is no longer there and genuine, that should just, if you're just putting stuff out just to put it out at this point, maybe you should probably go ahead and just call it a career if you've already accomplished a lot. Like, you know, you've already got that fan base. You've already charted multiple times. Hey, go ahead and call it quits, right? You know, give one solid final hurrah album, you know, to send off with a bang and then just, you know, go do your thing. Or you could, you know, do like uh, DMX did, kind of fade off into the wind quiet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, uh, this man had four straight number one albums mm-hmm. that debuted. And when he finally never hit number one, it did something to him. Like, yo, I've always been number one. But it was kind of a humbling experience at the same time. Where it was like, okay, I guess it's slowly time to, you know, kind of, you know, so some would say, okay, you know, drugs and, you know, legal situations probably played a part into that as well but still you haven't seen DMX come out with any albums lately you may hear him come out on a feature or something possibly if that but you know just just little things to think about not to mention some of these artists are under labels and Mm -hmm. labels kind of just make you rush and push out albums at certain deadlines and say hey we need this album by this time, this album by that time, and your creative process is all over the place. They want you to get that number one album, and the pressure's on. Can I make the record label money, thus making me more money? Hence the whole hunger situation. Is your hunger there? You know, if you've already made millions of dollars, such as a Jay-Z, for example, all the money that man's made, there is no more pressure of, oh, I got to make a number one album. I got to make a classic. Same case with Kanye. I don't have to make a classic anymore. I've had my classics. Shoot, Rihanna. Rihanna. You don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> People, now you got your hardcore fans. It's like, hey, we want to see one more album from you, Rihanna. Where is it? But you're not rushing for it. You don't have to. J. Cole and Kendrick don't have to come out with albums if they don't want to. They don't have to. They've already shown what they could do. They grinded it out in their indie days. They had their, you know, number one albums and classic albums. What's left for them to do? You know, there's always a new generation of rappers. Eminem, an example of why this subject comes to mind. 
Millennials. We've talked about this numerous times on the show. Millennials cannot get into Eminem for whatever reason that it is. Mm-hmm. And yet, many have said Eminem has not been the same since Encore or anything before Encore. So, I say, when is it time? And it seems like we kind of have our conclusion, but at the end of the day, it definitely falls down to the artist. Most fans can usually tell. I mean, you guys just said it about Drake for crying out loud. Does Drake really have to come out with any more albums at this point? Does he have to? No. Do we want him to? Yes. I think that's another thing, too. And I feel like you just said it. Do your fans still want to hear you? Like, do 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 we still want albums? Or are we cool with you having your time and having your golden age or whatever? Mm-hmm. And we're now more so looking forward to you doing other things. Mm. That's a good thought. That's a good thought. Yeah. I, I like that. I definitely yeah. like that. And uh, so, you know, the discussion is open for y'all, people. You know, we, we, we ask you guys out there, when do y'all think it's time for some of your favorite artists or an artist in general to just call it quits? Do you go off of the album sales? Do you go off of the evolution of the music if, if they're not growing anymore? Do you go off of peak? What are you going off of? Tell us what you think. And let us know how you feel about when it's time for an artist to call it quits on a career. You know what I mean? Move on to other ventures, clothing lines, products, politics, whatever. Different things to make different types of income and revenue that they don't need from their albums anymore because they have the platform now. I'm telling you right now, I'm not emotionally ready for J. Cole to hang it up. I'm not. He's he's I know for a fact there's two more albums that are coming out for him. I know that because he's coming out with one for as, as J. Cole and they're gonna come out with one as Kill Edward. If those are the last two, I I yeah, I ain't prepared, man. <laughs> I am not prepared. TikTok. Oh my, my god, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> TikTok. It all falls down at some point. Let's see what we did there, but now. Kanye, that's a good one to talk about. Kanye, it might be time, my guy. It, it, it might be time. I mean, I know he won't ever. I don't think he'll ever stop till he's dead because he's just, he's that kind of person. But I don't know. You never know. You, you guys, you just never, never know. And I mean, I even got to throw this in there when I say RIP to these two, but hey, if Pac and Biggie were alive today, given the success of their albums they had at the age of 24 and 25, if they were still around to this day, would they have called it quits? Would they still be making music? Who really knows? Upon their deaths, we definitely saw a lot of unreleased music surface. And apparently there's some more from Tupac, I think, that's supposed to... I don't know if it's going to come out, but excuse me. No, maybe it's been Biggie. I think he has some more unreleased, but you know, Busta Rhymes is coming out with something next year. I was going to bring that up too. Yeah. I think 
that might be a good thing for legacy acts to keep coming out because we haven't heard anything from Busta Rhymes in a minute, right? But I saw him do an interview with um, 85 South and just they were talking about his different um, albums and his videos and how he was like a visionary and how like people didn't know Nikki's line, rah, rah, like a dungeon dragon. They didn't know that that, that, that was Busta, right? Right. So right. even if your newer stuff doesn't compare to your older stuff, if it piques the interest, it'll have a newer generation go back to your old stuff and be like, damn, like this person was a legend. He ain't doing it so much right now, but he has some fire. So just to remind a newer generation of what your catalog is. Yeah. Now it'd be interesting if he if he with this new album, because I know he said that it's supposed to at least the music videos are supposed to take us back to like his old stuff. So I'm, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm actually hoping the music is along those lines too, because, oh man, that's a legend. I'm I'm excited too. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be nice. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, and, and Hey, look, then you got those artists, like a Dr. Dre who leave you hanging with an album that you've anticipated for so long. You <laughs> never quite got to where you just didn't care anymore. That dude ain't never coming out with that. We'll never exactly. hear it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I say, <laughs> when is it time for artists to call it quits? Maybe it's albums like that where they tease you for so long that it's going to come or going to come, going to come, and then it never comes out. And that's just their way of telling you, hey, man, I quietly called it quits. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm making money from freaking headphones, my guy. Andre. I don't need anything else. Andre somewhat just faded off. Yeah, he, he I mean, not, man, I would love to hear him come out with something. I would love it. But there you go, people. Yeah. It all just goes to show. So, like I said, there are artists who go on for days about, and, and, and you know, even with some of the, I'm interested to just know with even some of the current rappers, the the little babies, the the babies, the the Megs, and so many of them, you know, where will they be in the next five to 10 to 20 years? Will they hang it up? Will they continue to rap? Who knows, people? Only time will tell. <laughs> I think the interesting thing about this generation's artists is that because they have social media that's included with their their art at the beginning, I think it's kind of interesting because I don't know if we're going to be able to see them fade off quietly. I think it's going to be something where they just kind of like stick around on social media, even if they're not mm-hmm. putting out music. Mm-hmm. You see like Cardi, for example, uh, her album came out, what, two or three years ago? She's just been social media, social media, social media, social media. She might not even come out with another album and she'll still just continue to just be on social media. So I'm yeah, I'm kind of wondering like if like with new generation of artists, will they have that same fade off into the sunset type of thing, or will they just hang around on social media? I don't think so, because because what we even said now, we're not even so much looking into albums anymore. You can be a single driven artist and put out a single ever so often and still maintain a level of relevancy 
and ride off of that single doing shows and appearances and social media and be perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Very well said. And so, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. That pretty much concludes what has been already such a phenomenal episode. I know my co-hosts and them definitely agree for sure. This is definitely sure. one Oss. where we can Pass really just let y'all know what's Bobbing up. Through your but as always, it's that time when we wrap it up with a final turn up for let's show. Make sure you check us out. Make sure you are on YouTube right now and you hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. Make sure you join and check out Plugged In. Check out this show and every episode that drops for y'all. We always try to keep it locked and live. Working on some future guests to come for y'all in the future. So y'all stay tuned on that. You never know who's going to pop up right here on Past Eye. Make sure you check out www.otsguys.com for more on us and updates coming within this network for sure. And, uh, well, y'all already know. Until the next time, man. 